all know what it's like to be tired. But in today's episode, we really dig into the ways physical exhaustion affects every aspect of our life. We're sharing scientific studies, passages from the word, and our own experiences as we work to prioritize our whole body health by moving away from exhaustion into rest. We're getting real about the ways our habits, our heart, and our mind keep us awake and away from the rest we need. Thanks for being here. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now, let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on a Hill. We are coming at you from our new studio. This is so exciting. It has a window. Yeah, we have a view. And our name on the board. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. We're official. We're giddy. It's it's new. We're still here. It's sunny out, too. I know. It's beautiful. It's window. I, I really <laughs> like the window. <laughs> it's the small delight. Yeah. The small light. things. We had windows in the past, but couldn't see out of them. Just Correct. to clarify, yes. we weren't in a closet. No, we weren't in like the dungeon. Yeah. No. Bringing you semi. encouragement from the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Which we still could do. We could. Yeah. We could find the strength. We could be like Paul in prison. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but we are in a nice room with mm-hmm. a window. And we are starting off a new series mm-hmm. that I'm... Uh, like I said on my on the last week with David, this on my po- podcast uh, planning sheet on my computer, it's labeled stress month, <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm going, kind of yeah. what I'm going with. Yeah, I think it's we fair. know a thing or two about stress, smidge, a little bit. We do in our regular life, but also in our church with yeah. moving yeah. and still we're sharing a building for the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. I mean, it's there's some things. There's a lot going on, yeah. and today we are talking about exhaustion. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. And we all know what it's like to be tired. Yes. I mean, I feel like that's the default answer to how are you doing? Tired. Um, yeah. Yeah. So feeling tired can kind of push us to our limits mm-hmm. um, emotionally and mentally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There is a definitely a mental, like we keep talking about, like we're keeping surprised, like what? Our bodies and brains are connected. <laughs> that's crazy. Yes, they are. But tiredness moves to exhaustion when it starts to interrupt your daily life. Ah, mm-hmm. fair. When, Women's Health Magazine, I love this defi- definition, called exhaustion, tiredness at its tipping point. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-huh. And oh, I've, I've been oh. there, friend. That's a pretty good definition. Yeah. Oh, that's hair yeah. away from crazy laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we both do it. <laughs> like, oh no, oh no, watch yeah. the eyes. They're getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, we all, this, we've got experience uh-huh. up the wazoo today. Indeed. Yeah. I have some more definitions. I haven't got to do definitions for like a month. Yeah. So I'm kind of oh. giddy. Because okay. how do you, well, Harriet Tubman, let's define her. You can't do that. Right. So, a okay. Woman. Yes. Awesome woman. Amazing. Here we go. Exhaustion. Oh, these hit. The action or state of using something up or of being used up completely. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, no, it's not funny. I just. It's uh, funny because it's true. Yeah. And you can think like you hear the words and you immediately think of situations. Uh-huh. Yes, and, ma'am. Yep. Yes, like, ma'am. I you know our readers are readers. Are, Sorry, we were talking about no, this. <laughs> yeah. Our listeners are thinking those same things. And I've yeah. said those words like I've got nothing left to give. Yeah. Nothing for you. I feel like that used up toothpaste or that Mm, little ketchup packet. Yes. 
Yeah. You might get a little drop if you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. A state of extreme physical or mental fatigue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One person said, it's like trying to move through mud and think through a thick fog. Yeah. I like that it puts both sides on there because I think a lot of times you feel you put it on the physical side. Yeah, yeah. on just your body. You know, like, no. But yeah, no, you can definitely. Your, your brain is involved. Yeah. yeah. Or checks out, depending on who you are. Here are some signs of exhaustion. See if you relate to any of I'm these. I'm afraid to hear these. Okay. Um, so good. Mo- mm. I can't. We're so loopy today. Moodiness and irritability. Mm. <laughs> Jolene's trying not to laugh out loud. <laughs> okay, I'm focused. Yeah. I'm ready. Headaches. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sore muscles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Difficulty concentrating or an inability to think straight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. This one, but this was on multiple websites. Difficulty sleeping. That's yeah. not. Fair. It's not. It's not fair. It's not fair. But it definitely but it leads to. Oh, mm-hmm. you okay. can't sleep because you're so desperate for sleep. You can't sleep. Yeah, especially mm. on the mental exhaustion. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you can't shut your mind off. No. Oh, and yes, we are. You're going there, friend. Ooh. This study. I was like, this is just a science study. This would be nothing. No conviction. Conviction. Mm. <sighs> so next week we're going to be digging into burnout and really wrestling with emotional and mental fatigue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But today I really wanted to zero in on something tangible that we can do to combat physical exhaustion, which is sleep. Mm-hmm. So we're talking a lot about sleep, but let, I guess there is a big spiritual component. And yeah. I wasn't expecting that. But we'll start with the science because sometimes that's easier yeah. to get into. More, more gentle. Yeah, we'll ease you in. Ease you in. I love this. Dr. Wayne Anderson said sleep is one of the most underappreciated facets of health. Yeah. I don't usually think about sleep as being healthy. I love sleep. I mean, I like it, but but I don't stuff to do. Yeah, I'm not very good about it. And when no. I think about like becoming a healthier person, that's not what jumps to my right. mind. No, never. That's not like no. Mm. It's like oh, I'll go on a walk and eat less garbage. I'm never like oh, I should really prioritize <laughs> my sleeping. Right, mm. but it makes a big difference. Established advantages of good sleep and. Who doesn't want these things? They include reduced stress, Mm -hmm. better immune function. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Lower blood pressure and a better mood. But sleep is perhaps most important for the normal functioning of our brains Mm -hmm. and is highly correlated to mental as well as physical health. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I would like better mental health. Yeah. It would be nice. And if I can get that by sleeping... That seems so delightful easy. And easy. Like, <laughs> why am I doing self-sabotaging? A sleep deficient brain. Even that, doesn't that phrase just Yeah. It's yeah. a sad phrase. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Oh, we have been there. Yep. Probably this week. <laughs> a sleep deficient brain has a decreased ability to make emotional judgments. Uh-huh. Yes. And to incorporate multiple pieces of information into a decision. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Like, it does. I know it. When when you said it, I'm like, I know all those things, but then you say them, I'm like, you are, yeah, it's right there. I can't. I was like, oh, so is that it. why people say sleep on it? <laughs> oh. So you're not making the decision when you're tired? Mm. But at the same point, I mean, there's so many reasons as to why we're tired. Yeah. We can control some of them, but yeah. sometimes there are things that 
we have to do. And that's hard, you know, because we know that. We know that mentally. And you're like, well, I understand that I need to sleep, but I also have to do X, this. Y, and Z, yeah. So let's, I know, I know we're getting it's, there. Yes. Now, I put here seven hours is your benchmark. Now, all the studies said mm. seven to nine, but let's be realistic. I don't know very many adults getting nine hours of On sleep. On the weekend. <laughs> Even then. Also, I, do you mean at if a you don't time in like one? Don't. Right? Well, you have a baby. Right. That's, that's a different. So that's a different animal. That's Sleep true. will come back. It's better. It, it is yeah. better. It's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine yeah, hours no. is not an option for no. you. No. <laughs> no. Seven hours probably isn't an option for you. At one time, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the benchmark. In a study put out by Sleep, uh-huh. literally the name of the study, cognitive performance is impaired in those sleeping less or more than mm-hmm. seven to nine hours. Any amount of sleep less than seven hours, this is rough, can have long-lasting impacts mm-hmm. on your health. Yeah. A continued lack of sleep can impact your heart health and mental health. I'm sure we kind of already know all of our limits, but when I had a job like working in direct patient care and I was yeah. on my feet all day, I could run a nine, 10 hour shift on five and a half hours of sleep. Mm. I did that on a regular basis. Okay. Yeah, we get used to it. You just, it just normalized. It's not, it just you like, should. No, no, yeah. but I knew I can. You know you, yeah. But when I get like less than seven, I'm really, I really mm-hmm. struggle in yeah. the office. Yes. Like, so there, I mean, yeah. just what you're doing really plays a part it's, like yeah. yes like it definitely affects like i notice i'm i'm a nicer person <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and I, there's truth to that yes yeah and who doesn't want to be a nicer person right? you do not want to be well, especially i mean on most days the people i interact with are the people just in my house yes like, they're the people i love the most right yeah but yeah. i can get snippy Same. this is awful i'm sorry for the information i'm about to tell you all right is it even scarier a self-reported typical sleep duration of four hours per night was equivalent to aging eight years. Oh, man. They're only getting four? Yeah. And I don't think that means once. But I think right. people who make that a habit, who yeah. sleep don't four know. hours I mean, of sleep a night. insomnia or so many is. other things. Oh, if you, like, yeah. work a different shift. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Shift work is yeah. rough. Yeah. Like, if you're working a night shift, you're probably... Not getting yeah. a ton Blackout of sleep. Blackout curtains and a sound machine, yeah. friends, and an eye mask. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. But there's still responsibilities. That's it's, the hard part, yeah. you know? So, sleep is serious. That It's just serious. I mean, it's important for you. It's, it's yeah. it, If we want to be people with healthy mental and emotional health, mm-hmm. one thing that's a little maybe easier to fix than some of our heart and mind issues, is getting enough sleep. So we're starting this series with sleep because without enough sleep, we're way more susceptible to stress, frustration, Mm -hmm. and mishandling our emotions. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I want to be clear before we start digging in. Like we've kind of been saying, there are 70, over 70 different sleep disorders Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. people suffer from that cause sleeplessness and insomnia, and I can't fix that for you. Like we can't fix that. And if that's the reason... You're staying up. Please see a doctor. Like, that stinks. Yeah. So if that's you, there's no shame or judgment either way. But that's not what we're talking about today. But what we're after on the Hill today is when our habits, Mm -hmm. our hearts, Mm -hmm. and our minds are interfering with our sleep and rest. Because we can fix that. 
I'm sure you've kind of all dealt with it, but sometimes when you don't want to do something the next, or maybe this is just me, I don't want to do something the next day. I don't want to go to bed. Oh, and I'm, and I'm a person. Well, I know that it will. And I know that I'm setting myself up for a harder day, but it's just one of those, like, like when I was working like 18 hour days, Yeah, I didn't, I knew I needed to go to sleep, but I'm like, I have another 18 hour day. Like I have like nothing. I just Mm want to like veg on the TV or read a book or something of the sort. You're like, this is my, Mm -hmm. my time setting, but I know I set myself up for failure. So So then the thing you don't want to do is even harder to do. Yes. So I'm I'm sure I can't be alone out there, you know, with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So tough, but let's hear how we can. We're going to dig in first. I'm going to talk about the easiest thing. Habits. Uh Yeah. And then we're going to talk about some of our heart issues that keep us mm. up and then some of our mind issues okay. Okay. that keep us up. So I figure habits is the easiest one to tackle. It because, sounds like it would well, be. Well, it's tangible right. and it's physical and it's not digging into your baggage, right. which we all have. Yes. All of these hit. And again, I did not expect to be convicted, but I was. Okay. So sleep habits. Now, sleeping habits include... Our mindset about sleep, mm-hmm. what we do before sleep, yeah. and our sleeping environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a list of things. Number one, these are, uh, and I looked at a bunch of studies and kind of compiled the ones said most often, yeah. of things to do if you want to fix what you're doing and get better sleep. So these are things that kind of can destroy good sleep at night. Is One is eating too close to bedtime. Mm-hmm. I've heard that, but like, what if you're hungry? We'll also drink water, but it says me who's hungry all the time. Yeah. What I have learned, so I said, or learn your unique sleep-stopping foods. Uh-huh. Oh. Right. Because I know, okay, so we like to have a treat after, you know, yeah. after the kids yeah. go to bed once or twice a week. But I know if my treat is chocolate ice cream, oh. I'm not sleeping. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. No, so that I've learned sense. that. So just learn... What keeps you up? And maybe don't have it at nine o'clock right. at night. Right. And everybody's body is going to be different. I mean, and if you get off work and you have to eat at 830, well, then you have to eat at 830. But, right. you know. Yeah. But there's your sleep cycle, you're probably not going immediately yeah. going to bed. Yeah. And like, if you're hungry, we've all been hungry in bed. Which and is stupid. you fight it and fight it and fight it. And yeah. you got up and you had like a little snack. Yeah. And, and you're like, you go why didn't sleep? I do that an hour yeah. ago? Yeah. You know, but I agree. Find your yeah. unique. Your unique. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you notice the pat, like a pattern, like, oh, well, maybe just jot it down in your brain mm-hmm. and then see if you do it again. Like, oh, maybe it is the, yeah. mm-hmm. the chocolate ice the cream. The chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Which I still give in. I, I'm like, Becky, you're being dumb. Anyway. Um, control the setting. And again, this is going to be unique because some people sleep better when the room, when they're warmer mm-hmm. and some people yeah. sleep better yeah. when the room is cooler, mm-hmm. but figure that out for yourself. Right. Yeah. And don't self-sabotage by making your room super sweaty or super freezing. Right. Yeah. So that, that one's pretty easy. Like the, oh, okay. I can do this. Um, this one's harder. No technology in bed. Yeah. That is hard. It is hard because the blue light from your phone, mimics the sun, and inhibits melatonin, which affects our ability to sleep. Yeah, I've stopped looking at the phone. Like, I like to read on my phone because, like, I time when mm. I feed my baby because I can't remember anything. Uh-huh. Um, but that's, like, you change the timer, don't look at it all, nothing. 
nothing and basically feed the kid in the dark because I can't sleep if it's mm. any lighter than that. It's hard. It's it's way a hard hard one not to play on your phone right before bed. But it's a time suck for so many things yeah. too. Yeah, that's so, true. So you've got the you've got the blue light and then you also have, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna play one game of boggle yeah. two minutes. Yes. Oh, but like five people have oh, but look at there's this new person I can mm-hmm. play. That's mm-hmm. apparently what I'm guilty for. Um, so it's Oh yeah. Yeah, they have the your thirty minutes later the screen uh-huh. time thing. Unless you hit the wrong button, and then it says like all day or like ignore for the day, and you're like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, stay out of my business, phone. Gosh. Yeah, it doesn't judge me on Boggle, but Boggle does add a time to it. But I don't think it's ever like stopped me from. Oh, it's playing. a yeah. separate thing that I have on my phone, and I ignore mm-hmm. it sometimes. Don't do that. It's hard. Honestly, okay, I, I this is not realistic, but it is recommended to put mm-hmm. the phone down. And your computer, which sometimes will be like, oh, I'm not on my phone, I'm on my laptop. (laughs) That's work-related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But two to three hours before bed, which that seems hard. That is hard. So maybe work up. Maybe put it down like 10 minutes before bed. Give yourself 10 minutes without it and then work up to 15 or Mm -hmm, whatever. mm -hmm. Like start small. And some people may not be affected by this. That's true. I could lay down in this room and it's pretty bright and I Mm. could go to sleep. Yeah. Like I I can sleep. I'm not saying that that the screen doesn't affect me. It's a time suck. It's a time that, suck for yeah, you. Yeah, the time yeah. suck is is more for me. Um, so I think just like anything, yeah, find all out, bodies are different. Right. Yeah. Find out what works for you because I yeah. I can sleep in the middle of the day. Mm. Um, I have some issues. <laughs> I need to hear this um, topic for sure for other reasons. But um, yeah, it's, you know, especially like if. You're putting your kids to sleep, and then now you had time to do something mm-hmm. else. You know, just yeah. figure out what works, what works for, for you. you. But we all know, we've all heard it that it's not in our best interest. Yeah, and yeah. That was on pretty much every study. Mm-hmm. This one I've heard a lot too. Keep your bedroom your bedroom. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because if you associate your bedroom with work, like if you do work on your bed mm-hmm. or if you fold your laundry on your bed, then you uh-huh. associate your bed with yeah. staying up and doing activities. Yeah. I don't like folding laundry. I fold it in the spare room because the bed's higher. Yeah. And also because I'm like, no, this is my quiet space. So yeah. Laundry. Yeah. I would just try to keep your room as zen as you can. Just your bed is your bed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sl- sleeping less when you're busy. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I just I have, I have too much to do. I have too much to do, so I'm gonna I'm gonna that. give up sleep. Don't do that. Um, staying active until the moment you get into bed. Ouch! Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But yeah, you gotta give yourself a little bit of downtime. Yeah, like just to wind. Like I feel like we do with kids. Like, okay, yeah. fifteen more minutes of play. Uh, right. You know, like yeah. wind down. Yeah. Sometimes this is what my one of my struggles have been recently is when I stopped doing the activities, you know, like mm-hmm. I got my chores and stuff that I'm planning out and yeah. working on different things. And then I sit on the couch and now I'm asleep sitting up uh, on well, the yeah, couch. Yeah, because you sat. And then home. it's like I don't fall asleep for 20 minutes on the couch. I fall asleep for hours mm. on the couch. Oh, so tired. I have to like fully wake up. And then move. To drag myself yeah. upstairs. Because oh. yeah. I'm like, well, I haven't, you know, brushed my teeth yet. Yeah. And so you've got like, uh, so. Now it's a whole production. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'll tell myself, 
go brush your teeth now because then if you fall asleep on the couch, you can all, just you, go right all you have bed. to do is like climb up the stairs. Doesn't matter if you're like a wolf or not. Yeah. yeah. You jump into bed. You're good to go. But it doesn't always work that way because yeah. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going to do that because I wanted to watch Hocus Pocus 2. I'll make it all the way through. I tried twice. I haven't made it through yet. Oh, your day is coming. Yeah. Your day is coming. You can ride the vacuum later. <laughs> um, this one is the last one, is varying your sleep schedule from one day to the next. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Like, it doesn't like, work it's, well. I'm a big advocate for kids to have routine and schedules, and adults need them too. I struggle with this one on the weekend. Yeah. And See, I know with kids, they kind of just get yup, so it's a little bit because they're more on a schedule. But I struggle with this because, I mean, honestly, I could sleep pretty late on the weekend. I would love to sleep in on the weekend. I have a very strong internal clock. I just snap awake at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. And I'm wide awake. Like, we, like don't, need a, we don't need an alarm. Brain works? Yeah. Oh. I'm a morning person, though, oh, so it's like, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be awake, but I'll just roll over, and then, well, the baby's awake. So like, I mean, you guys shouldn't talk to me at night. That's <laughs> fine. Sometimes a lot of texts come in. It's like, leave me alone. Mute the conversation. I'm, I'm not going to be encouraging at 10 uh. o'clock at night. Okay, now for the stuff that's harder, and this is where the studies got Stab really convicting. Okay, so we're talking about the heart. Mm-hmm. Whew. I did not expect this. I thought about how we sometimes choose things other than sleep or rest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw rest yeah, in there too because I think they're similar. Yeah. yeah. But how we, we we choose things other than those things for the wrong reasons. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we choose those other things because we have to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we choose them for the wrong reasons. Okay, we're going to get into it. This, I'm starting with a verse. And yes, I found verses... That convicted me about sleep. Psalm, I know, I didn't expect it. Hmm. Psalm 4, 6 through 8. Why is everyone hungry for more? More, more, they say. More, more. I have God's more than enough. More joy in one ordinary day than they get in all their shopping sprees. At day's end, I'm ready for sound sleep. For you, God, have put my life back together. Wow. No, I like that. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, wow. ready for sound sleep because mm-hmm. God is holding your life together. And this is the kicker. Ready for sleep because you're ignoring that never-ending chase for more. Right. Like, that was convicting. Yeah. I think we all have that more. We got to do more. We got to do yep. more. We got FOMO. Yeah. And we have all the stuff on the list and we got to do all the things. Like, well, we? social media doesn't help that of these no nope. perfection, you know, oh, if they can do it, then I need to do this mm-hmm. too. Oh, she's at the third pumpkin patch of the month already, and they've already painted pumpkins, and she's made acorn cookies, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, great for them. Like, right. you don't have to do what they're doing. It's fair. It's just fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just... <sighs> All that thinking, like, I have to keep doing the things. I have to get one more. If I get one more thing off the list done. I think that's that's the unfortunate part. It, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. certainly. Okay, I'm going to do this one more thing. Yeah. Well, and I think we've all talked about all three of us kind of struggle with the achievement identity yeah. mm-hmm. and the worker identity. and Yeah, for sure. Productive people are worth more than other people, which is yeah. garbage and not true. Um. But yeah, it's hard. Or just that belief, like, I can't stop working. 
I can't stop crossing mm-hmm. tasks off my list because then what? Then what value do I have? Right. Lots. Yeah. And then yeah. I can be um, a nicer person <laughs> to my family tomorrow. Who deserve it. They yeah. deserve us at our best. And you know what? Sometimes when I leave the thing till the next day that was giving me so much stress, like I have to take care of it. Yeah. Now, it you know, it takes three minutes in yeah. the morning. Right. It's fair. Like I was waiting for my coffee to brew and I did the dishwasher that made me grumpy that I hadn't uh-huh. loaded the night before. And I'm like, uh-huh. I literally had the dang dishwasher unloaded by the time the coffee brewed. Right. Was like, nice. Was it that big of a deal to wait till morning, Becky? No. Yeah. More and more. Need more and more. Wonder why we don't get sound sleep. <sighs> I, yeah, I, this is really ironic. So I wrote the words. I have a lot of wrong beliefs about rest. These, I'm copying, reading my words word for word. And as soon as I wrote that, I realized, no, the rabbit hole goes much deeper. Mm. I have wrong ideas about what gives me worth yeah. and about what gives my life value. Yeah. Because that's where that's coming from. Yeah. It's not a wrong idea about sleep. It's a wrong idea about what makes me worthwhile. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's just... How are those so ingrained in us? I, I don't. I mean, and because we know we've talked we about do. it, and I'm not unlearning it. And we never, we never think that of anybody else. No. But it's like you only got laundry and and made dinner. Ugh! I can't believe you didn't unload that. Dishwasher. You have no value. <laughs> I would never think that about anybody. No, no. Well, I think because that's been my week. I'm like, what did I do? I'm like, I, laundry. You, you took care, care of your, of your child. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but the, where, what list can I check that out? I'm like, it's not just about a list. <laughs> Love Ben today. <laughs> check. <laughs> I mean, you did it. I, you did only that one. every day. <laughs> only one time. You're, you're, only one yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The, that, yeah, that more and more lifestyle is so embraced yeah. by culture. Um, just, I had this idea that we're missing out on life by sleeping or we're missing out on what makes us worthy by sleeping. And we're talking just like a regular amount here. We're not talking anything crazy. We're talking seven to nine hours a day. Yeah. Which and it's not reasonable. like we're we're staying up because we're the DA of this big case and we have to get right. our briefing and it's like to unload the dishwasher. Right. It's not like <laughs> right. more. It's 45 minutes of being angry yeah. about unloading the dishwasher <laughs> yes. that took three minutes yeah. the following day when you were not exhausted. Yeah. Just say, it's not like I'm, you know, yeah. helping someone get amnesty. I'm like right. worried about the dishes. This is ridiculous. It's real life, though. I mean, like we all... Yeah, we all do it. But I that, I, yeah. yes, I think lots of people, they're like not long <laughs> as they're doing their dishes. Like, oh, girls. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, but those ideas, like, that seems benign enough. Like, yeah, get stuff done, girl, <sighs> boss lady, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we have to evaluate if those beliefs are stemming from wrong ideas about our value. Yes. Like, that's where it's, where we have to take issue. Mm-hmm. If If your value is coming from productivity and achievement... And we maybe have some examining. Yeah. If that's where your value is like, oh, well, the more I get done, the better I am. Like, mm-mm. that's not true. It's not true. It's, it's Thank not you. true. I like the very direct eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's, it's helpful. You're welcome. You're more than your vacuumed carpet, ladies. I read, I read today in a post that said candor is caring. 
If you t- like, like it's it's nice to tell someone what they want to hear, but it's kinder to tell someone what they need to hear. I I heard that in a work related, I w- went to a seminar on Friday, hmm. and it, it was a I mean I mean didn't use the word candor, yeah. but that's exactly it. You're only being kind to people by addressing that. Yeah. You know, by saying you are worth more than your vacuum carpets. Yes. hundred percent true. We all know that, but, but we feel it differently Mm -hmm. by just not, you know, not addressing a situation that maybe needs to change or something. So yeah, Yeah. candor is kind. Candor is kind. Okay. The second heart issue connected to sleeplessness or poor sleep really hit for me. And it was convicting in a way I did not expect while writing a podcast about sleep. One author said that sleep is about humility. And I wrestled with that Hmm. for a good long while, and it's so darn true. And here's why. When we sleep, we choose to accept that the world will be fine without us for a while. Yeah. I had never thought about that. I had never thought about that I had never thought about that. It's like a break from spinning the plates and from trying to solve all the problems, from planning, from overthinking, Mm -hmm. and admitting that you don't actually need to be doing all of that and that everything will be fine without you doing all of that for seven hours. Uh Uh-huh. Thought about that briefly. Like, you know, when your baby's tiny and you're like, if I sleep, what if they don't breathe? I'm like, he could also do that while you're awake. So how about you go to sleep? But Yeah. It's... Yeah. It was rough for me because I lay awake, or I think I'm, this is in mind, so I'm not going to get there, but mm. I lay awake and overthink and plan and think that yeah. I'm solving the world's problems by doing so. And I have to keep doing that or the world will fall apart. Definitely. And that just elevates myself to a crazy town level. That's why <laughs> I, I yeah. do that too. That's why I actually have to, like, it's Disney Plus now. I just turned a Disney movie on, mm-hmm. the same one. I'll switch it up, but over yeah. and over and over, and not with the light, just so it yeah. plays. Yeah. Because otherwise, I am Becky, hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. I'm solving the problems of the yeah. world. Yeah. With zero sleep, with, and and I'm actually not solving a darn thing. Yeah. Oh, I get it, because I'm not either. I'm working myself up into a tizzy. Uh-huh. Is what yeah. I'm doing, which then prevents you from sleeping even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is still there in the morning. <laughs> I didn't do anything. This is Psalm one twenty seven one and two. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. Sometimes I lose sleep because of the false belief that the world rests on me, that I am somehow the linchpin. This is ridiculous pride, and Mm -hmm. sleep is really a surrender. There, I mean, but there is, especially being a mother, there, so many people depend on you. I, I mean, if you, if you're at home with your child, I mean, you're taking care of every need of your child. If your spouse is working, then, you know, you're taking care of different things. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like you, you do matter and the things that you do yeah. matter, but you can't. You can't solve anything by worrying. Yeah. I have been trying to move when I am in those boats, which was several times last week, and I'm up worrying and overthinking. Why do we keep thinking our overthinking does anything? I tried to move from overthinking the problem to death or getting mad at Mm -hmm. things to 
just spending the time that I'm awake praying and just praying mm-hmm. till I fall asleep. And that that helps. I'd rather fall asleep praying mm-hmm. than fall asleep mad and overthinking. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the mind. Mind reasons that we're awake. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> we're, and we kind of talked about this. Um, we were talking about this because uh, Jolene's little boy wasn't, wasn't wanting to sleep today too. Yeah. Where your body is like begging for sleep, but you just won't. Like yeah, right. your mind. Now for... For sweet little Ben, he doesn't have these issues no. that we have. And I pray, Lord God, that he never does. Right. Um, but where my body is so tired, but my mind just won't let me uh-huh. go there. Yeah. yeah. Where we talk about that, where it feels like I see people like I have 63 tabs open in yeah. your brain. Mm. Like it just won't turn off. Do you, yeah. Both have that where it's yeah. just like stop. <laughs> I just admitted to that. Yeah. It's not even important stuff. Sometimes no, it's just but you like need to keep it there, just be- because. Yeah. It's if like, you don't have it open, you won't remember it, and then it won't get done, and yeah. then the world's going to fall apart. It definitely, will. world will end. It definitely will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. So if you feel tired but can't sleep, you may be experiencing an influx of cortisol and adrenaline. Mm. These hormones are triggered by stress and anxiety, and they promote the fight or flight response. We're going to be talking about that a lot next week. That spurs us into action. So when these hormones flood your body, you're not sleeping. Your mind stays active and yeah. alert because it thinks you're going to die. Yeah, yes. and then it's impossible to sleep no matter how tired you are because yep. your body is in fight or flight, saying danger, danger. Uh huh. Huh. Mm. So if you're going to sleep with stress and anxiety, hmm. You're probably not going to get a lot of sleep. Yeah. And I am in that boat lots of times. So I started to think about the stressors and anxiety that keep me up at night. Mm -hmm. And then I narrowed it down to a few things to dig into today. And this I put as a genuine peek into my brain, but I am hoping and knowing I'm not alone. Like I'm probably right there. You're you're (laughs) definitely not alone at this table. Okay. That's good. Because this is, we're about to get real, real here. So some, we talked about this before, again, some sleeplessness totally attributed to physical mm-hmm. conditions. Right. However, ooh, this, is, this is my biggest one probably. When we are frequently losing sleep due to worry, mm-hmm. we may need to stop and evaluate our level of trust in God. Yeah. yeah. Well, we kind of talked about that earlier in the year, and that's, yeah. Uh, it is. It's uncomfortable to confront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I put, I think, like, ha, I know that the biggest disruptor of my sleep is worry. And I think that I believe that thinking about something is a form of control. Yeah. Yeah. Why I think that, I don't know. Well, like, sleep on it, right? If you think about it enough, you'll figure out how to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Not always true. Not always true. And sometimes you just need to sleep. Sometimes you really do just need to sleep. And you have a different perspective when I wake up, usually. That's Mm -hmm. true. But I really genuinely believe that overthinking actually does something. And what it actually, I mean, it does. It floods my body with cortisol and adrenaline and keeps me up. (laughs) Congratulations. That's what it does. (laughs) Yay for overthinking. (laughs) I think we are all really good at overthinking. We are are expert level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not to be proud of. No. But but if I had badges, I would give them. (laughs) (laughs) Get an award for We wear them down to the potluck. Like, and everyone's like, what's wrong with you? We're created Ah, over. I'm an overthinker. Do you want one? 
Chief we'll make you a badge with your thought. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? Have you guys ever met somebody with that like, because clearly sometimes you're overthinking come, come out in the conversation mm. because your mind, <laughs> your mind is in a hundred places yeah. and you're just like, blah, 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 you know, and have you ever had people like, whoa, like slow down hmm. a couple times. Yeah. Really only one person has ever done that to me and it made me very uncomfortable because oh, no. I'm like, clearly your mind is too slow. <laughs> Catch up. You're not cooperating with me and this conversation. Why haven't oh. you thought all this through? Why aren't you, why aren't you anxious? Because my sisters and I can have full on like hour long mm. conversations and we got the 63 tabs going yeah. and we could keep track of each other. We've done it for yeah. our whole life. <laughs> right? But a stranger so comes when into somebody that and I'm just like, Huh. I do not understand. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, how do I get, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think I want to be there. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's not healthy. I'm in con- we need to shut some tabs. I'm in, I'm in control. I'm in control with yeah. my quotes yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I feel you. Yeah. Okay. Um, More flaws? No, we're going to move. So um, for both King David and for Jesus, sleep was an act of faith. Oh, and oh, a yeah. sign of trust in God. Mm. And it's the opposite of why we stay awake when we're scared and worried. Mm. So for David, this is Psalm 3, 1 through 5. And this was written when he was literally on the run from his son Absalom, who was trying to kill him. Uh-huh. I'm studying that part right now. Yay! Yeah. Well, he literally, so just keep that in mind. He wrote these words as someone was actively seeking to exact revenge on him. Yeah. Okay. Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. And I have read that chapter of the Bible a lot of times, and I have never once stopped to think about how the sleep he talks about is truly an act of total faith and trust. It's true. Yeah. I never, that blew my mind. Like yeah. to lay down and sleep when people are literally trying to kill you. And it's not like he was in a locked room. Probably no. he was in the hills running. Right. Yeah. Not in the panic room. Safe. Right. He was, I'd never thought about that before. An act of faith to sleep. And then there's Jesus who slept during the storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh This is Mark 4, 37 through 40. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. I just love (laughs) this image and I totally just picture him curled up. But the disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And I just thought it's sleeping, even though you're surrounded by conflict, by trials, by storms, uh, knowing that God has you. Like, Jesus knew he true. was safe. He knew his father's plan, that nothing was going to happen to him on that boat. Right. So he well, I always down. just figured he was so exhausted that he, but, that he just was out. But huh. no, that makes more sense. Like, huh. we can sleep. Even in the midst of horrible trials and life storms, because right. we trust mm-hmm. that you've got me. The Bible says he does. You've, yeah. you've got me. So again, 
that I did not expect to be convicted studying about sleep. Like, oh, we're going to talk about science. Um, <laughs> Sneaky. There's going to be, and we're, let's, as we wrap it up, there's going to be storms. Yes. And trials and conflicts and things that we want to think about and worry about mm-hmm. and try to solve on our own when we're super tired. Right. And 11.30 at night is probably not your best problem solving no. time <laughs> after you've worked all day or held a baby all day. Yeah. Guaranteed it's not. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not when I met my freshest. No. Um, but we can sleep knowing God is there. And we have to start flipping our belief from me staying up and worrying and overthinking my trials and problems is a better solution than just giving it over to God and getting some rest. Right. Because that's a way better solution. Mm-hmm. Just saying, help me. Yes. It doesn't have to it, even yeah. be more than that. It can just be help. Help. I've been saying that all week. Like, I help. Help me. Help this. Yeah. And then sleeping. And you'll feel better. Right. And your mental health will be better. And you'll be able to make emotional decisions better. Mm-hmm. And all the things. And kinder to the, all of those around you. Yes. Which is what we would like so to do. So sleep. We will be back next week to talk about mental exhaustion. Ready for that one? We're with you guys. We are so with you on this hill. And I pray you do not get a badge. No badges. No badges. No badges. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.